I am a wayfarer on the waking way just like you. Years ago, in a time of despair, I was given cause to consider my small place in the whole of creation. The old questions that have perplexed us for ages were haunting me as well. Why are we here? Must there be a reason for our existence? How do we balm our sufferings, enlighten our minds, and awaken our hearts? Are there powers, energies, and realities just beyond our ability to comprehend them? Like a new day rising, a fervor to understand these things illuminated my inner east. The discoveries along the way have been manifold, malleable, and colorful. Like a kaleidoscope, the teachings and practices I have gathered continue to shift and bend, imprinting on the textures of daily life just as it is. My ministry arrives in the form of sharing this extremely personal, varied, sacred, ordinary way with you. Let us traverse this landscape together as siblings. I pray you will join me for a time. I am your brother Oren, and this is my witness to the wisdom cry of the Dawn Deacon. not quite first light. The sun hasn't come up across the horizon. Normally I take you with me for a morning walk. In fact, I hadn't considered that I would talk with you this morning not in the normal space that I usually share with you. Last night, I dreamed of my father, my daddy, and it's been a long time since I'd seen him. In fact, uh, just to take a pause, You'll be able to hear some traffic on the country road next to where I'm at at the moment. Probably give you a different sense of the environment. But back to my dad, I I lost my father. This will be the sixth year. And this year, I didn't, last year, 2020, I didn't get to participate in my personal way of memorializing him. And that's what I want to talk about this morning because I, as I stated, I wasn't going to share this, but... Several conversations I've had recently in certain circles makes me realize that I'm not alone in 
the particular way that I celebrate his life and remember his death. If we're friends and you know anything about me, you know I've always, at least for two and a half decades or more, found peace and solace in cemeteries. I find high value spiritually, emotionally, mentally, by visiting grave markers, cemeteries or quiet places. So you would think that losing a parent, it would be high value for me to memorialize my father in the same way that has meant so much to me. My father was cremated. It was his request, not written, but told to me and a few others. The reality and the truth is, when my father died, he had been sick for a long time with mystery illnesses cascading and it had taken a toll on my family, particularly my mother, financially and emotionally, because she was his primary caregiver. So when my father died, which it actually was sudden, he had seemed that he was going to get better to some degree. And then within days, that plummeted off of a cliff. And he was gone. I pulled together the resources that I could to offer him a beautiful memorial service. Pay for his cremation that he had requested did everything I could with what I had to offer him a proper send-off into the mystery. But as these years went by, I found it has been very difficult to gather the funds to buy a plot, get a proper marker. So my father's ashes sit by me where I sleep. It's become a bit of a shrine where I keep other sacred objects and photographs, waterfall of rosaries and prayer beads, each with their own story, hang over the area that his remains sit. So with no marker, no place on the first year after he died I came out to the country road that I considered home as a child not far from where I'm standing maybe a quarter of a mile is a steel mailbox that my uncle built he welded it And that would be the mailbox that identifies where my home was, the house my father built. It's not ours anymore. It's long since been 
acquired by someone else. The woods that I played in as a child, where I camped with friends, where I walked alone many, 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 many days. So I can't go there. But where I'm at at this particular intersection is an offshoot from the country road that was the path to my home as a child, the place where I remember my father well. And I thought about this spot that year. 25 years ago when I had an initial cause to awaken. Everything was very mysterious. I didn't know what was going on. I just knew that one day I was in despair and filled with dread and death, sadness, and the next moment I wasn't. It was like someone had cracked open this great mystery box to reveal something that had been there all along. And I wanted to tend it. I remember those early days tending that. I didn't want that fire to go out. Many times over the last decades I thought it did. After my father died, what I learned was that just in the re as in a regular fire that one may light in the evening, extinguishing, exhausting all the wood that was fed to it. In the morning, even though the fire is out, you can stick a blade down into the ashes and find one tiny coal one tiny ember and lift it up to the top place it on a bed of whatever you have small pieces of your life grasses and twigs it's all it needs is just a small part of what you have to give it, to feed it you blow on that little ember with your your breath, your sacred breath, the thing that gives you life, your spirit. Blow across the coal and the fire, the original fire, will start again. And the more of your life you feed the fire, the larger the fire becomes. I often think of something that Jesus said about how he came to light the world on fire and oh how he wished it was already burning. So many people have interpreted that scripture many ways but when I read it or think of it I think of that small ember and that small fire and in a way, this country road, this little intersection, 
is just one of those small pieces of life that I've thrown back into the fire. It's a part of my original fire. I used to come walk here when I was trying to cultivate that flame years ago. I would leave my parents home and at sunrise. Perhaps that's where I fell in love with the sunrise, these pastures, these cows chanting in the fields. Maybe you even hear them now. The sun's rising, I'm starting to see their silhouettes. But I would walk to this intersection and then walk down it, climb over the barbed wire fences up to the gullies. And then walk down the gullies and sit out in the privacy, the nature, with all the creatures and the light playing on the water. I still can call on those days. It was a, a time of, truly a time of connection and a time of spirit, of discovery, elation. I believed in those moments that that would last forever. That whatever I had found was permanent and fixed. I didn't realize that it was flowing more than I really could understand. Life was going to keep moving. Troubles were still going to come. Troubles far worse than anything that had caused my original despair. But whatever this was that I discovered was bending and moving and morphing, dancing with my life, ever present. So even though this road, this intersection, isn't the actual property I grew up on or the house my father built, it actually is a different type of home and a different type of house. It's a temple. There's no walls here. Like anywhere. There's garbage on the side of the road. Cans and paper wrappers. Construction materials. There's things trapped in the wire of the fences. Before the sun rises, all of this will be in silhouette and it'll be just a hint of what's about to come. Stop signs and power lines on the highway. Brother cows, they are the most beautiful thing out here at the moment. Walking meditatively, sporadically chanting for me. Hundreds of cars will drive by this intersection today and think of nothing of it. Obviously, by looking around, someone's going to eat a snack today, throw it out their window, and it'll end up here. 
But that's the disguise. There's something else going on here and anywhere. Something happens when we point ourselves towards it, our awareness, our spiritual heart. Because when I stand here right now, thinking of my father who I dreamed of last night after so long, it was so nice to see his face. It truly was. To see him living. I, I was... I feel thankful for that. This spot is living. There's something that permeates it. Some type of spirit. Maybe there's a place like that for you. Maybe it's right where you are right now. Maybe there's a ember, small ember under the ashes waiting for you to blow on it, just to give it some oxygen, some air. So a holy fire can start to burn bright in your life. Maybe the fire's already burning. Maybe I'm talking about two different things. One is memento mori, remembering that you too must die. So it's so important to live. But maybe I'm talking about, maybe, maybe I should say it this way, that I'm talking to you, whoever you are, that's been through something like what I described to you. Maybe you've lost someone. Maybe you don't have a place or a space. Maybe you've moved away from their memorial marker. Maybe it's time for you to cultivate something in your life, a new place, a new space where you can connect with them. Maybe it's time to build the temple inside yourself, erect a shrine to them. A place where you can tailor it and customize it to be a great representation of whoever they were. So it can fill up with light and color. Go there when you need to. For my father, I don't have that. But I have this. I've often thought if I had the money, if it were just there to buy a plot, a monument. And I, I, I placed his remains there. It might be good for other people in my family because I'm not sure that they have this. But I wonder, after all these years and, and the years that I'm sure to come before such a thing could happen, would this be more important than that for me?
each year I come on the anniversary, which is far past this year due to hurricanes and troubles. I could not come. I was actually really and truly incapacitated uh, helping someone else, and it just couldn't happen. But coming here today, the sun's going to rise in a different place on the horizon. But when I do come on the anniversary each year, where I'm standing right now, the sun rises in the almost the exact same spot, depending on my angle. How beautiful is that? To be able to touch your ancestors, your family, your loved ones in that way. So maybe I'm talking about that too. Making things sacred. Anything. To be able to sink into these moments like this. I don't know how to tell you to do that. There are plenty of teachers out there that can offer advice, tips and tricks. One thing that I have found to be very important is to simply let go of knowing. I just simply let go out here. Maybe, maybe the sun is just rising. And that's okay. If there's more to it than that, that's okay too. If I love someone, can, can I allow this sun, this beautiful moment with them, this sacred little space to affect my daily life so I can carry that person into that daily life heal old wounds serve someone in their honor just sit and contemplate what they may have thought about something based on what you know I'm glad I was able to bring you out here with me. I really am. No one's ever been here with me before. Each year when I do come on the anniversary, I always think how simple it is. Usually just sit here and wait. 
for the textures and details of the earth to be revealed by the rising light. And then to witness whatever glorious display of color and clouds and light I will get to see on that particular day. One year I came and it was storming. There was no sunrise. And that's the way that is. It was a great lesson that sometimes it rains. Sometimes it storms. And again, maybe that's even what the ashes are for in the fire. To help protect that tender little ember down beneath the beneath the layers of soot. Thank you so much for taking this time to walk with me this morning, to be with me in this very, very special place. May all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all rejoice in the well-being of others. And may we all live in peace, free from greed and hatred. <laughs>